When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why are razors so darn expensive? Maybe it's because those billion-dollar shave companies overload their razors with ridiculous shave tech that you don't need. Do you really need a razor with a vibrating handle? No! Stop paying out the nose and make the switch to DollarShaveClub.com. DollarShaveClub.com sends amazing quality razors and other cool bathroom stuff right to your door for a couple of bucks a month. It really honestly couldn't be any easier than that. Dollar Shave Club doesn't waste their money on ridiculous, stupid, tacky gimmicks and techniques. That's one of the ways they can charge a fraction of what the big shave companies charge. And you know what? I think DollarShaveClub.com blades are actually better. And signing up couldn't be easier. Just go to DollarShaveClub.com and pick a razor plan. They have three to choose from. Then every month, like clockwork, you'll get a package in the mail with Dollar Shave Club blades. And they've got other great stuff like Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter and One Wipe Charlie's, the peppermint-infused butt wipes for men. And who doesn't want a minty butt? Thanks to DollarShaveClub.com, you'll never forget to buy blades and you'll never get nicked up from squeezing one too many shaves out of that last blade in your pack. Say no to the big shave companies and their ridiculously overpriced shave tech. Join Ask Women and the hundreds of thousands of guys who've upgraded to the smart way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash askwomen. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash askwomen. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where we get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian, host, confused human being. Of course, <laughs> here with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author of Get Inside Her and Relationship Expert. And we have two guests right now at the beginning of the show. We also have two people coming in at the end of the show as mm-hmm. well. Um, later on, we're going to have Jen Brown from the NFL Network coming in, as well as Mike Catherwood from Loveline, yeah. who joins us every now and then. And then, But currently, more importantly, we have Ryan Keeley. Until the second half of the show. Until then, the second half, they'll be more important. They're so important after you guys. <laughs> yeah. um, so we have Ryan Keeley in the, in the house, who is host of Muff Said, but I know you said you're going through a transition currently. Currently, I'm hosting a show on uh, Playboy TV. If you are a Playboy channel subscriber, you can watch me every Wednesday night. My show is called Jukebox Live, where we play live porno clips. You can call in and request what you want to see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I want to see some hot cheerleaders getting it on. I'm like, okay, so-and-so, let's play it. (laughs) Well, that's awesome, because we have um, someone related to Roman Polanski here. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So they say. We have John Polanski, who... We're going to be taking, I guess, advice, getting advice from a man. Yes, we're going to be taking, Polanski, taking so, getting all of it. Taking, so, getting, whatever. Yes. But um, John's here to talk to us about some dating apps and some experiences. He's had with Tinder, et cetera, et cetera, Yeah, et cetera. lots of stuff out there. A lot more apps that are coming up like on a daily basis. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy well, actually, I want to get right into the man's playbook because this is uh, a segment that we do and we haven't actually done in a while. Yeah. So for this week in the man's playbook, we're going to talk about dating in the technical era. Are you horny to win? It is the worst. You, you guys, 
You guys can judge us. Don't worry. That was like sports related or something. Well, because it's a man's playbook. You know, chapters in the playbook. Oh, playbook's a sports thing. It's a sports thing. Yes. Come on. So we're horny to win. I'm a theater nerd, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Comic book. Exactly. Okay, so I actually want to ask you about Tinder because uh, Mr. Polanski right off the bat because... um, (laughs) You can call me John. Why can't I call you Mr. Plans? Okay, fine. That's yeah. All right, Mr. Plans. Sounds so yeah, uh, naughty. Exactly. My f- a good friend of mine, Lenora, has been on uh, Tinder, and she has been saying that she's been hooking up with the hottest dudes of yeah. her life. So I, I, I gotta ask, as a man, are you getting like sex with hot hot ladies? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But uh, but well, it depends. What is what is she looking for? Let me ask you that. Like, what is she? Because here's the thing with like Tinder, it's there's this misconception that it's a hookup site, and it, it is, totally is. But, but doesn't have to be. It's like straight people get grinder. There's a lot of people that look for like serious relationships, and there's a lot of like good stories. I haven't heard of any marriages or anything like that. But there's like good stories that come out of it. Seriously, so, so what, what's one of your good stories? Um, I actually dated someone for like about a month or so. That's really? the yeah. good story. That's the good That's story. That's the good story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were you know, the bar really low uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've met a lot of girls through Tinder because let's you know let's get down to the basics of it, which is basically it's. You're looking at someone and deciding if you're attracted to that person or not. That's just it, bottom yeah. line. There's, you have very little information. There's not a lot of area to put your stuff. Um, and it's just very simple stuff. So you think the person's hot or you don't. And it's just very entertaining. Which is the same thing that happens typically when you're outside of the Tinder space and the technical world. True. That's how you pick up and approach people. Yeah, but you're not having a conversation with anyone. It's just like there is this picture of someone. If you think they're hot, then it opens up this chat box and boom, you're in. So it's very simple, very basic. And, you know, a lot of people might have a problem with, oh, it's so superficial. It's... It is what it is. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's, it's online dating. It's online dating. Yeah. And exactly. then, then you get to the chatting afterwards. So tell me about like, tell me about Tinder from a man's point of view. So, uh, you know, basically it's just, it's very simple to use because a lot of these dating websites like, you know, Match or, or J-Date or any of these. Harmony. Or eHarmony. Uh, or or e-harmony. Oh, I love how question. when you just said J-Date, it sounded like jaded.com. <laughs> <laughs> it is like jaded.com. Yeah. Yeah. Only only dating website I've ever been on is jdate.com. Really? Yeah. Well, you're not Jewish. There's a willing to convert option. <laughs> that, really? is, that actually is very true. I like uncircumcised penises. There's a lot of girls yeah. like so you. you guarantee that's happening on, there. Uh, right. I'm yeah. It's hilarious. So, uh, there's a lot of weirdos on J-Date. There's a lot of weirdos on that's online dating, really too. really true. A lot. Like, I hear these just awful, awful stories. It's weird that Jews can be weirdos. Total weirdos. Like, I closet freaks. Jewish people to be weirdos. You know, they're too almost grounded to be weirdos. I have this one friend that has quite possibly... <laughs> that's just funny. That... She she has quite possibly the best stories ever. Like, one guy asked her um, what her feet look like. I feel like that's those are Christians just going on jading. No, those are no, the these are Jews. These are Jews. No, They're yeah. real yeah. Jews. Straight up. Jews tend to be more fetish oriented in the sack. Really? I think it's because they have less shame around sex, so they're more comfortable expressing their fetishes right. earlier in a relationship. Right. Whereas Christians, and they're told like, they're allowed to have whatever they want by their mommies. Yeah. So they ask. That for is it. true. That yes. is true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah so but they're sorry, just acting out. You. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, what do your feet look like? And this was like the first conversation. Uh, she had a guy that just whipped it out in the car. 
car uh, on the first date, not provoked whatsoever. The From date was going it. not very, very well. <laughs> so he's like, well. <laughs> they're driving home, and, and there it just chance. goes right there. That's like a Mike Catherwood like, thing, actually. I, exactly. Like, at what point in your twisted head did that seem okay? Maybe you know he I mean? knew that the date was going horribly, so it was like a last-ditch effort. Like, maybe really? She's like, let's maybe brain. try and spice it up that's, a little bit and see what happens. I have seen loud. porno movies, and this totally works. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I know this isn't going well, but here's my penis. Enjoy it. <laughs> Um, That's crazy. So yeah, there's a lot of weird. There's a lot of weird stuff going on out there. So you think Tinder um, is less weird than some of the other sites? I think there's a lot of like freaky stuff going on Tinder, but I think it just takes it, like I said, down to like you know the carnal basic thing, which is. I think you're hot. You think I'm hot. Let's go out and hang out. My question is because some people are dating off of Tinder and Mm -hmm. some aren't. How do you make that differential between, and you know, when you look at someone, how do you know if they're just going on a hookup or go on a full date? You really don't know. You'll figure that out. And there's actually websites now that make fun of some of these Tinder conversations because some of them are just so out there and weird. You know what I mean? And then some of them are just actually normal. So it really just depends like what you're looking for. If you want to hook up or if you think this girl's kind of dirty or naughty, then just go for it. You know, just throw it out there and see if she vibes back and if she does set it up hook it up and you're done yeah. if you see like alright a little possibility in this girl and maybe you want to you know something future wise with her you just go you know in that direction so be nice be a good outside guy outside of the technical world it exactly kinda the same it kind of is it kind of is the thing is okay so the thing that I think about you know dating online or dating with all of these different apps or services you don't have to just do one of them I think that they're what they do is they provide you with options that you can explore. So there's nothing wrong with being on Tinder. There's nothing wrong with also being on Match.com. There's nothing wrong with also going to singles mixers. There's nothing wrong with also asking your friends, do you have girls to hook me up with? I think it's just another avenue to explore for dating. And it just provides you with options. Absolutely. Same thing, you know, Tinder just to me, like if it's like if we're comparing it to avenues and streets, like Tinder's (laughs) that weird back road that has no street sign yet. See, you know, I see it as the opposite. Yes. To be honest, no, I, I, see it as I agree. The awesome street, but it's it's gonna really nice shoes. It's gonna jump, not the call to It's gonna yet. jump up, like it's gonna <laughs> gain more popularity. Um, I think. You look, have to be on Facebook to be on Tinder, right? You do, yeah, because it calls your your matches from Facebook. Well, Ryan, basically. do you ever date online? Like, do you, like how do you yeah, meet Ryan. men? I have no problem meeting men. <laughs> right. Um, I tried J date a little bit. Right. Um, I love that. I love that. That's. I think that's amazing. I have. Like, I can't I, even imagine the type of guys that you met on J date. Well, the thing about like I love Jewish men, but the problem is I had to quit dating them because I am a Jewish mother's worst nightmare. So it was. I get these great relationships with these awesome dudes, and then it'd be like, well, this is never going to go anywhere because you will never introduce me to your mother. You have to. T- you have to hide the tattoo. So well, it's not the tattoo. It's the fact that I'm like a retired lesbian porn star. That's that's <laughs> that, that's usually might be a problem. It might be an issue. That's the only I would thing wait till like the third or fourth date. Yeah, that, that, that might have to. Wait a little bit but down I the line. Love Passover, <laughs> but it makes your ta- it makes your tattoo look so good though when you tell people that, <laughs> yeah. right? It's <laughs> like a crucifix. So then, how, so then, how are you meeting people? Um, I always meet through friends, uh, pretty much because of my background. A lot of people try to instantly put me in the like fuck toy box because of my background as as you know as a. Because my sexuality was professional for a while, people assume that like I'm just like this fantasy woman and I'm going to let them do whatever. Right. And so for me to get, it takes me a long time to get comfortable with people to be like, okay, now I know you well enough, I know that you respect me enough that I can take my clothes off in front of you. Interesting. So, yeah, because it's it's it it went from like I was such a hoe in my early twenties, like such a hoe, and now I'm like I need to protect my heart and stuff because right. so many people just you have to try that, that much year. harder to like. 
Let have them just, think outside the box. Yeah. Like you're not this. Like you know, you are a human Literally. being. And yes, Ryan Keeley is a fantasy person on the internet, and there are some really great videos of me living out some really amazing fantasies. But that's not who I am every single day. Okay. Right. So, do you ever use technology to date? Hell no. Really? No. Well, not actually, she get a lot, a lot of action on Tinder. A lot of action. I got a lot of action on MySpace back in the day. Oh my god. Like she I just was, made a MySpace I was reference. The MySpace bandit, and my thing was is that I would um, seek out like minor celebrities that I had a thing for, and that's. I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to bang this person and get it on my system. <laughs> so that's totally what I did that. But um, I'm also not on Facebook. Like I have a fan page, but I don't have a personal page. So I can't really? use it. Hmm. Yeah. So it sucks. I can't use Lyft. I mm-hmm. can't use Tinder. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Lyft is. But I think it saves me, you know, in a way. Probably. Yeah. But that's good that you're going out there and meeting people authentically. So yeah. what, what is Lyft? Lyft, it's, uh, it's like Uber, but cheaper. Oh, yeah, okay, it's like okay, a car okay. service. Yeah, yeah, it's car service. Really? yeah. yeah. my no. husband spends a fortune on Uber, and I get really upset. Does he do okay. Uber X? Yes, he does Uber X now. Is it the same as Lyft, or is Lyft, Lyft even is, cheaper? Lyft might be cheaper. I think Lyft is cheaper. Is it just like random people who come to your house and pick you yeah, up? Yeah, that sketchy. I don't like. But you know, my friend, my friend, Mayan uh, was a using Lyft, and she actually met this really great driver and ended up dating him. So that's another oh, wow. way that technology is impacting the ways that we're dating. Absolutely. I want to hear about more things that John's doing because you because when we met you, you were telling us that you. You're trying out all these different avenues for dating, and yes. most of them are technology based. Yes, they are. Uh, well, here's the thing: like, I lo- I really love these apps because they're just so easy to use. A lot of times, you'll go on these. It's just like the women you're meeting. Yes. <laughs> 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 they don't need to know that. Um, uh, they're just so easy to use. Like if you go on to Match or any of these sites, you're sitting there for hours and hours and hours scrolling through these you know, profiles right. and looking at all this stuff. It's time-consuming. Tinder, it's just like swipe left or right, boom, you're starting to have a chat conversation easier. There's a site called Coffee Meets Bagel. Have you oh, heard of this one? About this. Yeah, this one's crazy. That sounds so, like J-Date to me. Well, this, I, I, don't know <laughs> if it's, I don't know if it's like Jewish-based or what the deal is, but um, it also calls like search uh, matches for you based on, um, you know, you fill out some information, and then uh, it puts the matches together, and at 12 o'clock every day, you get a new match. Okay, and then, you know, you see a little bit of information. There's more information than Tinder. So you have, like, a couple different paragraphs, and it's like, you know, what you like, what you like in the other person, you know, all your stats and all that stuff. And then if you both click check, it opens up. It says congratulations, and you basically, you know, start a conversation from there. So it's very Mm -hmm. Tinder-esque, but you have a little bit more information. And also um, it shows, you know, it also shows, like, Tinder, uh, who you're – Mutual friends are basically. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. is this only in Los Angeles, or is this? This should be everywhere. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. So okay, that's cool. And so, yes. so, have you had success using this system? This is relatively new to me, so I just started it. So, I just started going out on a couple of dates. I had a lunch date last week that went really, really well, and um, and I have a couple more dates lined up. So, okay, cool. we'll see. Yeah, it's it's kind of a new thing, you know. So, but, how often are you dating because of all of these apps um, that you're using? Probably like. Two, maybe three times a week. Okay. Are you spending a fortune on dating? Or well, you... I'm trying to like balance it out. So I'm not, you know, I've I got it down to a science now. So I'm coffee not going to, bagel? yeah. Well, coffee, coffee is a tricky thing because if you have a feeling that you might not like the person, then coffee is great. If you're really excited and jazz, no one's going to want to do coffee. I just coffee. assume I won't like anybody, so I'd always go on coffee. <laughs> such a, such <laughs> a pessimist. I hate coffee dates. Coffee, I, will, I will never, ever, ever go on a coffee date, ever. But from a guy's standpoint, coffee dates are good because you're not just shelling out so much money. I mean, it, for a guy, it can be super expensive well, yeah. lattes are getting really expensive, so they've True, got a limited but I mean, you know, drinks now these days are like $15, you exactly. know? I and if like she's an alcoholic. 
alcoholic, then you're done. You know? Well, what I hate is so awkward is that I like table service. And I always feel so awkward when you're like standing, if you go to waiting in line. Waiting in line for me is the most uncomfortable situation ever. Like, I can't even deal with it. Like, I can't even deal with it if I'm eating by myself. What's even worse than just waiting in line with someone you're dating is standing next to people who are standing in line awkwardly meeting for the first time and and you're overhearing the conversation. It's like always that awkward, like. So, what's the good thing to do if if you are taken on a coffee date? What is the good thing? Okay. Aside from never going in your bedroom, it like. You know, <laughs> chat on the internet with so like, then let's give us two responses. <laughs> so, so give us one alternative to a coffee date that is also equally not as expensive and then an option of what you could do if you were on a coffee date so that there isn't that awkward standing in line moment I like outside activities and in any metropolis on the weekends there's like something outside during the day in a park that you can go idea. walk around it and yeah. that for me is way mm-hmm. better and at that point, you can like walk around and check out the things. And whether or not it sucks, like it doesn't matter because you're outside and you have that that time to walk. And you're around getting and exercise too. No. So, yeah. Right. And then there's that whole thing about how like actually moving around like opens up pathways in our brains and like makes it easier for us to communicate. That's why people like walk and talk in meetings. Mm. Well, also yeah. you're going to be a natural light, and you can really yeah. get a sense of if she's totally. good looking or not. Totally. <laughs> and sundresses, like sundresses, are that always actually a good thing. is that's that's smart because you want to see someone when you're not inebriated when there's yeah. you know when the light is bright and you want to see if they're athletic what about too for people who get nervous dating and they need that alcohol but they're you know they're looking to do a different option like walking outside or you know walk Ooh. outside then yeah <laughs> i just bring know, a flask with you i know yes. for me dating i was always really really nervous and i'm not a huge drinker but having a drink would loosen me up and give me the opportunity to be myself wine in the park yeah. During the day. Like, if I've got a Sunday and someone's like, yeah, well, let's go drink a bottle of rosé in the park, that to me is the is amazing. Right. That's true. It's true. I just feel like, you know. Trader Joe's, two buck chuck. That's a cheap date. It's good. It's good. I just, you know, having a drink, it'll always be like the number one thing that really loosens people up a little bit. I mean, is it ideal? Not really. Because, like, from a guy's standpoint, it gets expensive. But at the same time, you know, everyone gets loosened up and uh, you really get a sense of what the person is like, you know. But I do like the outdoor activities too. It's I think all for a hike, him. hikes are great, you know. Yeah. You're just walking, you're talking, you see if you like the person, see what you they look in. struggle. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you That's know, see how if, I meet all of my See if they're girls. in good shape, you know. That sort of thing. I make them come on a hike with me. Seriously? Yeah, because I, I can tell if I get along with them. I can tell if they can keep up with me. Yeah, I make them go on hikes with me. Well, you can see what they look like, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so there's there's a lot of benefits to that. Yeah. So plus I get to do my workout and I'm not really cutting into my day it ends up being perfect cover, yeah it covers so many bases I exactly love it, so. well yeah. in la is amazing i mean here in la we've got like lacma where you don't have to pay anything to go sit right. around that beautiful There's so campus. many things in la it's well, crazy i actually i think lacma is my new favorite date spot because during the day it's beautiful you can just walk around out there oh, nice. you can, there too. is that wine bar there so you could have a glass of wine and then if it's going really well you can go like pay and get into an exhibition mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's a great date right well even at the getty they have friday nights at the getty during yep. the summer which are awesome which okay what we're saying are places in los angeles but as you said before, any big city is also going to have these things. Even you small have to do cities, some research. You yeah, know, they even have, small cities. You know, church carnivals. I know that they're really silly, but every so often you'll be driving by a church and there'll be like some carnival. Who doesn't want to go on the whirly gig and get some cotton candy? <laughs> right. So even though That's people funny. are using technology now to meet each other, they still want yeah. the authentic, real. Dates. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all want to, you know, we want to establish a connection and. And we all want to have a good time and that sort of thing. That will never change, you know. It's just finding different ways to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, so. So, you, so you're liking it. You're liking using technology. I'm to liking it a lot. I Do really you use am. Use OkCupid. Okay yeah. 
Uh, no, I'm off all of the online sites right now. Oh, okay, Cupid, and yeah, I'm just I'm just app based right now. All the like the the websites were just driving me crazy. Okay, Cupid, plenty of fish. I mean, personally, we're just not good at all. Huh. It's like you get Why? what you pay for, which is nothing. And I know a lot of these apps are free too, but I just it's just weird stuff that was going on on that site. So I took myself off all those, and I'm just you know doing the Tinder thing with right plenty now. of fish. I've heard uh, my boyfriend's. So, co-worker was using Plenty of Fish to just hook up, but my best friend from high school used it and found a husband and or well, found yeah, a man yeah, that she I mean, look, if you, if, yeah, if you want to get so laid, then I all these sites all, are good. Yeah, it's all just they, based on how you choose to use them. Yeah, it's like, what are you looking for? You know, I personally would like to find, you know, someone that I connect with a little bit, but at the same time, if I want to, you know, have a little fun, I'll have a little fun. So those sites are good for that. Um, any of the paid sites like Match or JDate, those are good too. But like I said, you know, you get some weird... So what's the next side. app on your list that you want to use? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to do some research and see what else is out there. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about there's not that I want this, although who wouldn't want this? That, you know, there's like threesome apps and all that stuff. And it's some crazy stuff. So oh, I'm doing some research. Would you use one of those? Fuck no. Yeah. She's had those days. Dude, I, I went through an orgy. I have TMJ from licking pussy. Like, I am done. I have TMJ from licking lollipops. <laughs> Take note, Dude, guys. And, Take note. Like, I don't no, even know what I did so mean. much weird stuff in my twenties oh that I'm done. And the last thing is that my last boyfriend, I gave him like everything, like the most awesome, awesome, dirty sex of all time, and he treated me like garbage. And now in my relationships, I'm a fucking pillow princess, and I like I will barely suck dick, and all of a sudden I'm like getting presents and being taken out to dinner. There you go. And I was like, why didn't I realize this <laughs> earlier? Now I understand why girls act like good girls in bedroom because men have this weird thing where if you are like the fun, dirty hoe that you really want to be, they treat you like that full time. Right? They don't treat you like their mom. Yeah. You got to find that balance. You really do. I would love to find that balance. You got to find that. But did you sleep with your ex on the first date or no? Uh, no. Really? No. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So I was going to say that could be telling right there. A lot of guys mistreat women. I don't understand that. Yeah. I really don't understand it at all. Yeah. Sometimes I understand it. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, well, I do too. Yeah. Listen, I, people treat you how you tell them to treat you. I guess, so. but at the same time, I think just a lot of guys out there are just real douchebags, yes. like straight oh, totally. up, yeah. so just straight up. And it's and like, like a lot of it has to do with how they were brought up, how they were raised, what their values are. And, and there's this weird yeah. disconnect hear... between someone that's a nice, like I'm fucking awesome and smart and motivated and cool and everything, but I also really like to fuck. And like as soon as I bring out like that sex tigress, all of a sudden the way I'm treated gets switched. I could really? see that yeah. a little bit. I could see that. I can understand that. Yeah. It, it, it plays like mental games on guys too, yeah. because they have porn. They have like all these fantasies. I'm sure. But you have to break that way. stuff out later on in the game. Let yeah. them get to know who you are first, mm. and then you can bust that stuff out. You know mm. what I mean? You do that like too early, and then it's like the the opinions are there. Forget about it. You know mm. what I mean? So. Well, thank you so much for sharing about technology, <laughs> technology and dating bum, bum, bum. and advising Ryan on how to be a good girl. Ryan has it in her. She can bit. do it. Hold back a little bit. But we, coming it. up next, we have Jen Brown from the NFL Network. And we have Mike Catherwood from Love Line, who are going to be talking to us about dating, relationships, There's a, their opinions. Jealousy. Jealousy. Tons of stuff. So sit still, and we'll be with you in a second. Mm-hmm. 
Hey guys, it's Marty. Buying a car is a not so fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. This part of the show is brought to you by Stamps.com, a company you should be using right now. Use the promo code PATRICK for this special offer. It's a no-risk trial plus a $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Patrick. So you guys, I want to talk to you about flowers on proflowers.com. I have made the mistakes in the past because my grandmother lives in Utah. I clearly do not, thank God. Like I've ordered them maybe like the day before and I never get really what I want. This is the way in to their heart. I always order my grandma uh, flowers every year. This year I got roses on proflowers. They were super affordable for roses because roses are always really expensive. I got a striped vase. It was like $29.99 and like $5 for the vase. If you buy roses anywhere, they're always way more expensive than that. Do what I did. Go to proflowers.com and there's a little microphone up in the top. Click that and then type in ask and then it will bring you and say like, hey, ask women listener and then you'll get to feel really proud while you're shopping. Go to their website and do that. The little microphone must do it soon because the order expires midnight on Friday. So do your shopping, go to proflowers.com, look for the little microphone button at the top right-hand side of the page, and then click that, and all you have to do is type in ask. It's not like you do a dash ask anything code. They just literally say, like, what's your password? Ask. And you can also do it by calling 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS and then mention ask to them on the phone. Hey, guys, it's Marty buying it. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Whatever. I love that, whatever. Okay, welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. We have the lovely, very nicely smelling Jen Brown on our show. And Jen is a two-time Emmy award-winning sports broadcaster. Currently, she works as a host for NFL Network, NBC, UFC, and DirecTV. You are like every man's dream. (laughs) You're my worst enemy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hate you. Get out of here now. Um, Well, that's what I wanted to talk about because you were saying before we got, you know, back on the show that you are newly married i'll yeah. say newly married mm-hmm. so two years um but how is it being a woman in a man's world and dating pre-marriage sure obviously. Well, so you, did, long time. you know i've always kind of been the the sports girl so i played seven sports in high school softball in college so i was i've always been around athletes you know i was like yeah. the, the girl that was with all the guys and, and it's interesting because that's what i've always been comfortable talking to is guys is men like i you get too. men and so um most of my guys most of my friends were men um and so you know it's interesting when you talk about that in in 
in dating and relationships because um, the thing I learned really early on is that I needed to be with somebody who was comfortable with that. Yeah. Because a lot of guys can get intimidated. Certainly. I'm yeah, sure. well, I can well, feel well, it from Mike well, right well, now, by the way. Wait a second. <laughs> when you say before you were married, most of your guy your friends were guys. No, they you- still are. They, I still have, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I've always but those gone, guys I wanted to fuck you. I, I mean, they, they, I, I've, I'm very good at like putting boundaries down so that it was never, I mean, certainly that could have been the, the initiation, the initial thought maybe is yeah. like, Hey, nice to meet you. Could we then maybe you put date? that to rest quickly? But yeah. And then it's like, okay, Oh, she's just someone that's going to sit around and we're going to play fantasy football together and we're going to watch the game yeah. and she's going to give me advice on, you know, do, you know, is this girl like, she's kind of hot, but what do you think? Like, I'm the girl that's going to give him advice on, uh, you know, let's let that one pass. She's not the right girl that's aired out early yeah that's it i really think that's the only way it can because you're way too hot to just like have male friends <laughs> yes exactly. because guys are definitely in the back of their mind they're like well, i know she's laid down these boundaries but <laughs> well okay so it's but interesting be flexible because this is a this is a topic that comes up so i i am a coach i coach yeah, men sure, around I the world i'm familiar with you oh, yes. um, but yeah so i get lots of emails from guys who will say you know i was talking to this girl at a bar and five minutes of the conversation she slips in that she has a boyfriend yeah. okay so she said it out loud and we continue talking. She continues touching me. She asks for my phone number. We make plans for the next week. And he's like, okay, so obviously it's a challenge. Of, mm. but, but that's interesting that guys think that. On the So typically what I write back to these guys, and it may not be for every single scenario, I say, you signed a silent contract when she said, I have a boyfriend. And yeah. you said, okay, and continue talking. And then continued a friendship, accepted a phone number, and then possibly planned for future get-togethers. Women can be friends with men, even if they are attracted to them and they have a significant other. Yeah. It's not like, okay, well, we're friends for now yeah, and I'm thinking about this boyfriend. I might want to be with him um, but maybe you have a chance of being with me. See, I was it's that not girl. Like- I was that girl. Like I would, you know, I, I always made sure if I meet a guy, cause you, you know, someone, I, I'm in the business where I meet a lot of people and someone comes up and starts talking to me. I, I'll talk to anybody. And, but I always made sure that I worked in immediately like, Oh, what do you do? Or where, where do you live? I'm like, Oh, I live in Manhattan beach with my boyfriend. You know, I always made sure that I got that in, in the first like minute yeah. so that they knew that I had yeah. someone that I was committed to. Um, we can keep on talking. I'll talk for days, but we I'm can telling be friends. you where I am. There's yeah. nothing else. More I always it. run into the situation where I'm afraid I won't be as valuable to them if I say I have a boyfriend so I'll let it go way too long to where it gets really weird <laughs> and then like you know, then you're on a date with him and you're like, right. sorry, right. it's, so funny. Oh, yeah. it's so funny because like from my point of view, I lead off a lot of conversations with girls that I meet um, with. Oh, I did this with my wife and that makes them want to fuck me more. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we're t- yes, yeah. exactly. For women, that's a Well, it's like trait. they initiate the conversation going on. I was, you know, I was single once and a lot of times girls would say like, uh, oh, I have a boyfriend or I have a husband. I'd be like, oh, okay, well. It was a real pleasure talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, see ya. yeah. I, 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 I didn't. I don't. I didn't see any value in kind of at least portraying the idea that I was interested initially. Like you said, initially. On, with anything else why would I, I mean, it doesn't make me a bad guy no, I'm sure you're a great guy. person maybe we could be friendly but for right now I know, the reason I, I came up and talked to you is because like my dividing rod went on bing 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 when I saw <laughs> you walk in the room yeah like, I always think it's uncomfortable because um, it, it, or if someone sends over drinks like you know if you're at a bar with friends and someone sends over drinks like I always want to be like hey let them know I've got you know yeah, like right, I've got a husband right. like they're you know I appreciate the drink I don't think you should buy it for me yeah, because obviously wave I with think, your left hand yeah I don't think that it's uh, <laughs> an intention that you just like want to buy me a drink you yeah. know it's like you want to talk, you want to see things can go further. I think it's really important to establish right away that you have a significant other. But um, you're yeah. surrounded by a lot of really successful, very uh, testosterone fueled guys. Sure, they probably don't look at 
the wedding ring is anything more than just an insignificant roadblock. Yeah. I I mean, yes, I think that... Yeah, um, it's like an orange cone. Men yeah. in, in really any really high-profile position, whether it be if they're an actor or a musician or an athlete, um, are used to having women. Um, I, I used to say I wanted to write a book that said why I would never marry um, or date a musician, an actor, or a uh, an athlete. Mm-hmm. And I married an actor, so it's really funny. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, but it, I think that they're constantly having women that do throw themselves at them or, or they're getting propositioned a lot more than just like let's say an average Joe that works a nine to five job, but um, I think that it's still I, I'm in control. So I actually dealt with this in a previous relationship where I was with a guy who was very insecure about what uh, you know when I was out at these events and, and me talking to people, and I said, "Look, you don't understand. I'm in control. You know, I'm in control. So even if they come up and they say, you know, they have their intentions of wanting to, to see if it could go further, and yeah. I say I have a boyfriend, and let's say I do give them my phone number because maybe it's um, because I want to do a feature on them or I want to you know further that relationship right. business wise. If they call me and they still or text me or whatever and say, "Hey, what are you doing later?" I get a you know I'm still in control. You know, and that's what I think that you know. It, well, it, that that's I'm in control still. Sure. You know, it, it'll happen. I kind of know how to deal with it. It actually doesn't happen as frequently as you'd think. You would think that I'd be on the sidelines. I'm in the locker room. I'm doing these interviews, and I'm getting propositioned all the time. I think it's really about how you carry yourself, and I let it know. And like, I'm in a very happy relationship. Yeah, like, like it's not awkward. looking. Yeah, yeah it's like I think when people knees. throw the gray area around and yeah. they're comfortable with that, then of course, then it opens it up. Well, I'll, I'll say that when yeah. I was younger, I didn't know how to balance that as well as I do now. When I was younger, I used my sexuality and my femininity because that's all that I thought I had. Even though I like I knew I was smart or whatever, but like I, I, I thought that around men I could use my sexuality and my femininity. And like what Kristen what was I saying, yeah, I'm sure I use my femininity. <laughs> exactly. And it works very well. You're you winning over it. the room. <laughs> but and Kristen was saying before you didn't really know when to shut that down because out of fear that they could potentially for work especially just say, Okay, screw it. Now you don't want to sleep with me. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. So it, it does get very confusing for a lot of women. But I think what you were just saying, that once you do figure out that balance of how to put yourself out there and be open while still respecting your relationship mm-hmm. and who you are and what you want to give to the other person, then you can have a, a a balanced scenario where those things don't happen as much. But for a lot of guys who are listening who maybe are in a relationship right now or who have been in past relationships, I, I want to talk about jealousy mm-hmm. for a oh. second because I think that's sure. a, an interesting a interesting conversation to have. Um, I've never really been overtly jealous, but I know a lot of guys who write into me, um, they struggle with it of how to actually separate like the jealousy and trust the girl that they're with. Well, so- there, there could be two things at play. Yeah. One, your girlfriend or wife's a whore, and you right. should you have you every right to be her. jealous because she's. Well, probably then you don't want to be jealous. You're like, you know what? Just yeah. have her. <laughs> Take her. Or you know, it, it, getting back to what Jen was talking about, it, the idea of how you present yourself as a woman, guys pick up on that very easily. We're very dumb, and I'm not speaking just for myself. When it comes to instinctual understanding of of uh, especially unspoken human uh, inter- uh, communication, yeah. guys are so much w- worse at that than women are women yeah. are so much better at picking up on kind of uh signs and and, and body language mm-hmm. and guys are just so blind to that they're like she's talking to me and looking me in the face she wants to sleep with right, me. Yes. right. But, <laughs> she must but if a girl presents herself with real and not not bravura with with legitimate confidence um uh, that you smell that like a shark smells blood. I mean that. So uh, the best the best way for women, I think, when it comes to jealousy, especially, 
if you're a single woman, to kind of use that litmus test to find the insecure guys is really be a truly, truly confident in who you are. Uh, only really confident, stable guys are going to be able to kind of deal with that. Yes, because if you're not, it really fucks you up. I mean, it, it yeah. kind of. And, well, what uh, about on the flip side for guys? Yeah, because I, I want for both people of how, of how to handle the jealousy. So if you are dating somebody who who does happen to go out and her job is to socialize with men, how how do you control that jealousy, or what's the conversation that you have with your significant other to calm that down so the jealousy doesn't drive the two of you apart or possibly make her uncomfortable in her workspace? Well, I think I, for me personally, I think the first thing starts with trust. I think yeah. that if there's any 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 lacking in trust or and the insecurity on the guy's part, then certainly that's going to breed more jealousy. Right. Um, so first and foremost, I think if you have trust in the significant other, um, you know, my husband and I are very, um, he's an actor. He has to have sex scenes with beautiful women, you know, <laughs> like he has to make out with girls on screen. And I get asked all the time, like, are you jealous? Like, how do you not get jealous? And, and I say, you know, I'm comfortable in our relationship. Like, I know where he stands on fidelity. I know, you know, uh, we we have value in, in what's important to us. And, and so I think the first and foremost is having that comfortability of, of, of trust in a relationship. Well, that was a good point that you just made. You said you know where he stands on those things, mm-hmm. which means you've communicated sure. them before. Yeah. So what, what was or what yeah, what was the conversation that you had before yeah. about your values and about where he stands? Yeah, I mean, I'll, first I'll say you know, we have a relationship where you know we we go to church, like very rooted in, in God's very present in our relationship. So I think that that is a very personal thing because that creates a b- very big value system for us. But for sure. the relationship that we did have, or the excuse me, the conversation that we had about it was just his kind of his his take on it. And he said, "Look, you know, there's always going to be temptations out there, and and you're going to be in a relationship, and things are going to start feeling a certain way, and you're." Gonna going to meet something that seems new and it's going to seem great and that's going to all of a sudden maybe you feel like it's going to fulfill these needs that you have but then all of a sudden you're going to go and let's say you 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 call that and you you say okay i'm going to go try this out well that's going to get old and and there's just there's no truth in it there's always you know there's always going to be something that you feel like is better when you've always got something great and you just need to work at developing that and keeping it great and so like hearing that i'm like oh you know you know where he's like i know where he stands like he values our relationship and and the commitment that we made um um, you know, I, I, I haven't met a lot of guys like my husband, so I scooped him up, you know, right. um, but yeah, you would hope that that's, me. you would hope that that is, so that for me is like, I know that, you know, we communicate really well and that he, he knows that yes, there's other things out there, but there's really no truth in that because you just feel like it's filling this need at this time. And then that's going to get old. And then you're just going to constantly be hopping around trying to try different things from right. relationship to relationship where you just need to realize what you have and why, why it's great and working to build that mm-hmm. up. Well, the, the good lesson in communication there is that he was open enough to share his opinions yeah. on how he feels about infidelity and cheating. And I'm, I'm guessing you did the same thing as well to help calm him down. Yeah. I think um, that a lot of guys don't even want to touch on that topic because there there was some truth in that that they would possibly think could get them into trouble by saying, yes, there is temptation out there. Because I, I, I know that a lot of guys are afraid to say They're like, things. if Kristen Carney exists, there's temptation. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that that's... Well, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're what? the guy here, but I would think that a lot of guys are always fearful of setting off that like pissed-off trigger yeah. in women. So little things like saying, there are options out there, could could piss off a woman so they choose not to say well yeah there's two things at play there one no woman should be as naive to believe that there is like 
what world are you in, ladies? In where you're like, land, where, where you're like, suddenly, oh well, he doesn't look at any other girl but me. That's the chick who gets upset because he watches porn. You know, it's like, <laughs> what does he not see in me that is in these porn? It's like it has nothing to do with you. He just has a penis and he's yeah, a, he's and you're a crazy animal. Naked. Yeah, right. Um, and another thing is, it's like, yeah. <laughs> It's so strange, and I don't think it's it's all guys' fault. And it's I, I think it's culture as a whole. I, I'll I'll never forget. I got like in a lot of trouble with a relatively like re, like uh, highly regarded uh, publication because they were interviewing <laughs> me about like my relationship, and they're like, yeah. um, they're like, it must have been really easy to uh, to to give up on the bachelor lifestyle, you know. And once you met your wife, I was like, no, it was pretty hard. And they're like, what? She was like, excuse me? And I was like, well, yeah, because I was fucking a lot of chicks. Uh, when I was on Dancing with the Stars, it was crazy. I would like, right. the girls would walk up like, to me and say, come yeah. fuck me, and I'd do it. And then I had to really, like, zero narrow it down to one. Yeah. And that was, that was tough for a while. I mean, but, you know, at the yeah. end, it, it way outweighs what, what was offered to me. But there was some part of me that like, was it? And they they like had to have the editor talk to me, and they're like, was, they're like, are you sure you want this printed? I was like, are like, you guys? Like, are you, do you live in fucking retard land? What are you talking about? <laughs> and that was a real thing. So really? I think that there's still this perception that, like you said, not only is it our guys intimidated to admit that, there's some notion that it's negative to yes, feel to be that a human way. Being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. Like I say to my husband, okay, when we are walking down the street and I see a nice ass, whether it's a girl's ass or a yeah. guy's ass, whatever it is, my head goes to the right. Sure. So how can I ever expect him not to have the same natural response to seeing a nice butt? Yeah. Like that is a human reaction that's built into it. I don't know if it's built into us, but he, you know what I mean? Like it, it that's there. So we can't be mad at other people for having those same reactions. In my in my opinion, uh and I, I've spent a lot of time actually thinking about this, and not for the sake of, of the radio show and not for the sake of any type of like comedy chunk, but really trying to think about it on my own private time for the sake of me really getting a better understanding of just my place here on the planet. I thought about really what is most important to a, to a, a heterosexual woman when it comes to what she needs out of a man. And I was thinking that, Overall, the worst possible thing you can display as a guy when it comes to be making your woman have a smile on her face, the absolute worst characteristic you can have would be jealousy. Absolutely. Because it represents a myriad of other things underlying. Yeah. If you're jealous of your woman hanging out with, being around, interacting with other guys, it, it kind of puts a clarity on your massive shortcomings and imperfections in, in, in the sense that I look at women as like the ocean, the ebb and flow. It's always moving. It may not. It'll, sometimes it, it may, they're tsunamis. Sometimes it's tsunamis. <laughs> and sometimes uh, they're, they're mild waves. But there's never a point in, in time ever where the ocean is not moving in some right. way. Guys are not like that. Women often are much more curious. They have much more uh, of a desire to communicate, be it with men and women. And they're constantly moving and flowing. And so is their mind. Guys oftentimes think they need to be like a really flashy powerboat on top of that ocean. And in actuality, the best thing you can be is a lighthouse. Yeah. Just stability right. and providing uh, vision for her to travel that ocean as best she can. You don't need to travel on top of that ocean and be in your rad uh, 500 this metaphor. Yeah. What do I? It's making me uncomfortable. And if you're a lighthouse, which is unstable, has cracks in it because you're so constantly worried about what is going to come into your, your woman's ocean – 
That that uh, lighthouse ain't gonna last very long. No. You know what I'm saying? And it's like there's got to be some weird. So like I was saying, there's two things at play. Either your girl is a whore and has given you reasons to be jealous right. because you. But you have to figure that out for yourself. Or, or you're not with the right girl. You're not with. If you can't, if you don't feel completely comfortable. Or okay, there's three options. Or you're just a giant bitch. I mean, <laughs> like, or I mean, or you have tra- serious traumatic issues that lead right. to you. I mean, it's a, a jealousy is a manifestation of other things underlying. Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe, maybe this dude's mom. You know, and I, I, I changed my ways in many regards, especially when talking to young guys on the radio show on Loveline. I used to call. I hear a 19 year old guy call up and be like, eh, my, "My girlfriend, she's like always hanging out with this dude. It makes you feel jealous. You fucking bitch." Blah 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 blah. Now I think you know. Look. There's a there's a reason why he got to this point at 19 years old and he's his he's bumming out because his girlfriend has a male friend, and it's not because he's a bitch. It's because maybe his mom cheated on his dad, or maybe he walked in on his mom cheating, che- or maybe Absolutely. his dad abandoned him and he just feels like the idea of anybody leaving him in his life. But everybody has a story to tell that got him to that point. And regardless of what it is, like you need to step back and examine why you're jealous of your wife being a sports reporter and and talking to a lot of handsome rich athletes or you need to be or you're you you don't like her having male friends whatever it is you need to examine that or you need to find a new girl that provides a little bit more trust in you than the idea of you getting all torn up about absolutely jen did you have any past traumas at all well yeah or did your husband well it's interesting because um the relationship that i was in prior to my husband which is a very long substantial relationship five and a half years um was um and i hate to ever talk about anybody that's not here right um i love it it. you look like 20 years old how are you thank you that's very sweet (laughs) add a little bit more to that Um, and uh so yeah i was in a long relationship but he um he uh, he didn't. He he was a bit insecure, and he always thought that I was going to be out there and meet someone. And it was an insecurity. I think yeah, it just absolutely. really fell back to he had an insecurity. He was constantly trying to control me um, and, and change me, but not in necessarily a really bad way. But still, he wasn't letting me be me. Yeah. And he actually that was the one thing he said when we broke up. He's like, "I'm really sorry. I didn't realize the great girl that I had. I always was trying to change you." Um, and so, what I, I can say that. the difference between that and now finding and being with my husband is that my husband completely accepts me for me. He, if I were to be like, "I'm going out with twelve guys tonight and we're going to go to Vegas so and, 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 if, and, I, and, and he and he might be on set and I could say, uh, you know, and he'll just be like, all right, just, you know, when you get home, text me, yeah. you know, and if I didn't, you know, like we try to make a point to like always just so that we know when we wake up that the person was safe is like, hey, a good night text or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he would have no issues. He would never question. He would never think twice. And same thing if he's like, he's on set right now in Atlanta, like they're, you know, different hours. And he's like, oh, we went out drinking and the house party and whatever. And it's like, all right, you know, like there's no, but it's because he lets me be me. He's not trying to change me he you know and i think so going back to men right so this is all about get, get yeah. getting guys and giving them advice it's that being comfortable in yourself enough that you can let that person be themselves and exactly. so if you're feeling jealousy and if you're feeling insecure uh, you know kind of stems i think from insecurity that the fear that the is that maybe it's not the right person yeah. but what because if it what, is what, what if it's could it be the right person and there's just some some past that's tra- the point that i was going to touch right. on so th- before we get into the questions so one thing the best thing that i ever got from my therapist my husband and i went to couples counseling before we got married mm-hmm. and my therapist said to me marnie you have to learn how to self-soothe and i was like what the hell is that what is self-soothing he's like a baby, a baby right he's right? supposed <laughs> to help me when i'm freaking out and like she's like how the hell is he gonna help me when he's also ball. freaking out <laughs> okay so I, I was like okay that makes complete sense i have to learn how to soothe myself i didn't know how to do that at first but then i learned how to soothe myself talk myself off of ledges create certain tools like i have this one tool when my head starts spinning and 
crazy directions where I'm thinking, oh, he's doing this or something something negative where it's going to a bad place and making and it's hurting me in some way. I have three songs that I usually have on rotation that make me smile. And either if I'm by myself, I'll sing them out loud or I'll hum it in my head that will get me to smile, distract me from that negative thought. And then once I get to that calm place, that's when I can talk to myself calmly and say, mm-hmm. Marnie, you're being ridiculous. Come on, let's just calm down. time to kind of pass. Yeah, and it, but it's hard to, to actually self-soothe yourself because for so long somebody else has been soothing us because we were kids, right? So as an adult and as an adult in a relationship with another human being who comes from a completely different background and is a whole other person, you have to take care of yourself first before taking care of that other person and it's not their responsibility for them to soothe your emotions. And that's where I wanted to end on this conversation. But I want to go into analyze this because we have some good questions. Um, Okay, are you guys ready? Sure. Okay. Big fan of the show. I have no sexual experience. I'm a virgin due to lacking confidence in myself. I'm six feet tall, 150 pounds. I exercise a lot and in great physical shape. See how these guys write this stuff? However, I get nervous when I'm interested in a woman sexually and don't honestly know how to build the confidence in myself to overcome this. Also, I don't know why I lack confidence in myself. I've tried everything including therapy and it's led to no results. What can I do to resolve this? Sincerely, who is this from? Derek from New York City. What do you guys think? I don't. I, well, first off, I'd say that I, I, he shouldn't feel intimidated by the fact that he's a twenty-year-old virgin. I would imagine there's a lot of there's I, a lot of twenty-year-old. Yeah, I don't think virgin. that that's a, he has like, twenty years to go before it's a movie, right? Yeah, I mean, we take calls from people who are much older. That, yeah. Then it might actually be a problem, but that's not that big a deal. I don't think to be a ver- now as far as confidence goes. I don't know. I mean, that's that's one of those questions that if, if you could answer that, it'd be like answering, how can I lose weight? I mean, I can answer that. I can. Do you want me to? Practice, I guess. Educating yourself. Like the thing is, is that, okay, maybe you don't have the ability to have practice. Maybe you go, you know, be with a hooker if you want to and practice. But I think that knowledge is power. I will say one thing that, not that I've been with a lot of guys, but I've been with some guys who have been with a lot of women who are horrible in bed. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a lot of experience does not mean that you are good good sure. at sex you're like like thumper where i've been with guys where i'm not even there like i am literally just a whole that sounds field. ideal yeah <laughs> you're like that's exactly what i want how do i get that yeah. but i like and, and that was horrible and i've been with other guys who haven't been with as many people who have been amazing lovers who are so attentive and like we, we would have sex for multiple hours and it would be an amazing experience for, or at least in my mind it was i had a pleasurable experience and i think he he did too so i would say don't be intimidated by other people having more experience says you are only yeah. 20 years old so it's it's not that big a deal but it does feel horrible when everybody around you is having sex but even the best lover at 20 is still shitty oh, when you're well, a guy like, sure. a 20 year old guy is practically a monkey like you're just a testosterone fueled oh, idiot. Yeah. You have no knowledge of the world, and you have you're high on this drug that makes you act like a barbarian. So, like the Michael Jordan of twenty year old sex still sucks. Right? Yeah, you know? right. so don't worry about it, dude. You're yeah, fine. so Derek, you're good. So the one thing I can say to do is to educate yourself. Is to you know go onto my website. I have a a whole section on sex. There's you know uh, other suggestions for other resources for education on sex. Um, there's things for mindset for you. There's things for mindset for the woman that you can research there's things on touch that you can research there's there's certain erogenous zones that you can research and the more that you can absorb information and knowledge and feel confident in that that will help you so that you are so that 
when you do have that opportunity to have sex, you will be more confident. Because I find that a lot of guys who don't have sex at a certain age, or if they haven't had sex yet, it, it does separate them from women because they feel inferior. Yeah. Well, it in sounds a like he's way. got it going on in his head. Like, yeah. He needs to get away from the fact that he's a virgin and use that as like, oh, I'm not confident because of that. And right. if he goes, like you said, and educates himself, yeah. then, then and, and lets go of the fact that he is a virgin and not tell himself that constantly because it's like mind speak, right? Yeah. So if he's like, I'm not, I've never done this, so I'm not confident and I, this is, I should be unconfident, then, you know, you're, you're already shooting yourself in the foot. Exactly. Yeah, and the longer, in the, other area. the longer you put it off, the worse it gets because if he's <laughs> embarrassed absolutely. being a 20 year old virgin, I mean, when he's 25, he'll be more embarrassed. So it's better to just take action now and start learning and get yeah. comfortable. And then when you do have that opportunity to have sex, you're like, treat it as if, yes, I get to use this information. I'm going to try this out and try that out. And especially on a 20 year old girl, yeah. if you're trying out all these things and like you're actually interested in it, you're connected with her, that will be an amazing experience. Because if you've done that research, chances are you've done a lot more research than most 20 year old right. guys. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Cunnilingus is going to be awesome. bringing a lot to the table. Are you? You, <laughs> good you like Cunnilingus? No, I'm thinking <laughs> that like the overwhelming majority. There are some girls. I usually it tends to be multi-orgasmic girls who it's too intense. But for the lion's share of women, oral sex, providing them oral sex is the it's a lifesaver because most women are not going to have achieve an orgasm. You're like drowning. And you're like throw me the Cunnilingus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, most women don't, and I think a lot of guys, even old guys who have had sex, they think that they like put a penis in a girl and rock them to orgasm. Yep. The overwhelming majority <laughs> of women are going to achieve orgasm from direct and, and usually pretty delicate stimulation of the clitoris, yep. which is best provided with the, with your old mouth there. So, uh, well, Or your fingers. Yeah. I will say that when I was... I'm too, my hands are too rough. I always like... <laughs> I'm serious. Like they're all I'll start putting some oil on them. No, then you're a bit, could, you have bitch hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coconut oil. They should make like a clit mitt. Seriously, <laughs> tell there me you go. about There's that one. idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really gotta get that out before this podcast airs. Exactly, but I know that when I was younger, that that did intimidate me a lot. I didn't like guys going down on me unless they were able to make me feel really comfortable. Yeah. Most guys who are young aren't comfortable. No, comfort they're not providers. comfortable themselves, and they're not going to be able to comfort me. <laughs> I so yeah. it's like my legs put were a blanket closed. over my entire body except that area, and I'll be semi comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put the lights off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would like to throw this out to. Uh, to the confidence thing, uh, I again we talked about this on uh, previous uh, my previous visits to the Ask Women podcast that I was not confident with girls. I was not at all yeah. like a guy who had game or anything. Like, oh, I would not consider myself someone who has any business telling guys how to to be good with talking with women. But I did have sex with a lot of chicks, a lot like the last count, uh, and that's not a good thing. Uh, but my point it's is, it's not because he can't count high. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's and 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 this guy's worried about being a twenty year old virgin. Believe me, I'd trade places with him in a second because I had sex way too young and it screwed me up really badly. Really? Yeah, it definitely screwed up my my whole outlook on intimacy and everything. But my point is, is that the one thing that always, always helped me, and it, and it really helped me seal seal the deal. I had trouble breaking ice, but what helped me dramatically, not only with women, but with with my career was it like really listen and don't just say like don't make an exercise out of it no take a second to not talk don't think about your next question just stand look her in the eyes and actually absorb what she's saying be truly curious about what people have to say and do it goes it goes miles Oh, I can't 100%. imagine how many dudes you know, just go up there, and and I've watched it happen with buddies of mine, where they're they're really not they're two steps listening. Ahead of them. Yeah, 
and they don't listen and they don't listen in their professional life they don't listen to other guys when they're talking there it's all and that's i mean they, they could there could be bigger things at play well, so there's so, a lot of nerves yeah. in play and there may be arrogance there's a whole exactly a whole bunch of things in play i will say i have a tool for that too it's called lca learn confirm appreciate so it's a it's a way to actually do what you just said if you're not naturally able to so if you have somebody sitting across from me so jen's sitting across from me and i am going to first learn about jen so i learned that she has been married for two years so i've learned it it's been absorbed in me then i confirm so i can confirm with my body language i can nod my head or i can say oh really you've been married for two years i can repeat it back to her so that it's an exercise for me to say i'm paying attention i'm actually listening to you and i'm confirming that i've heard what you said accurately and then the last part is appreciation which is the most uh, um addicting part i would say for other individuals to be appreciated for what they've said and, and like um, i don't know how strongly i can appreciate the fact that you have a husband for two years but i can find some way to work that around where i can say i can appreciate it because right, 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 like, i'm just saying like other times like it's hard for it's hard to find that but for me i can say oh that's so wonderful that you have been married for for two years in los angeles that's really challenging yeah. most people get a divorce very quickly so you know like you you you, you learn confer or listen you can say it as listen instead of learn Learn, confirm, and appreciate what the other person is saying. And that's an exercise to Great get advice. people into the habit of doing it. Um, and then, I don't know, Art just gave us the finger to say we have only <laughs> – how many more minutes do we have? We have one minute. What? Oh, damn it. Okay, actually, this is a, this is a quick one. Hi, ladies. Just started listening to the podcast a week or so ago. Binge on all the episodes. Love the show. Uh, I'm very helpful. I'm 23, and I'm wondering how important is it to women that a guy drives? I'm currently without a car. Should I be looking to date? DB from NJ. From New Jersey? New Jersey, mm-hmm. you need a car. That's interesting, <laughs> though, because I just had a friend who met a guy, and they went to go meet for coffee, and he Ubered there. And she was very like, I don't know if he has a car, which I was going to say <laughs> Uber is a great thing now. I don't know. And he has money for an Uber. Plug, but yeah. 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 But she was like, I don't know if he has a car. And that was like a concern for her. I don't think it matters in this day and age with was this in Los Angeles. I don't think this was here in LA. Yeah. But then I think it turned out he did have a car. Yeah. Uh, but he was just Uber. He's like, I want to get bombed on his date. That's exactly. than not having <laughs> a car. What was he thinking? Were you guys I like going to get slammed at, you know, brunch? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's either. true. I think think in certain parts of the country, yeah, you got to have a car. Yeah, what yeah. parts of the country? I well, it's Not certainly New York, Los Angeles. anywhere but New, but York, New York, York. Yeah, if you if you live in New York, it's almost it'd be weird if you did have a car. If you, yeah. especially if yeah. you live in a city, right? Yeah, I'd be like skeptical of a guy who's like, well, then why do you? Why maybe do you even he's have it? Jersey, like next to the city, so maybe he can get away with it a little bit more. But a girl does. I mean, for me, I know that my boyfriend had a, car, a fine car for a long time, but it was dirty and disgusting, and so we always took my car, and that just bothered me because I almost feel like a, having a car in a way is almost you know having like not a chariot but having something to like escort your woman in and not that it means everything i don't care what kind of car you i I care if it's clean but i think db's asking should i even be looking to date like if that's the condition it's not should i be getting a car should i I be dating like until i get a car i think so i I, I mean i really think that the only place where you would be like i don't you might want to work on a car first before you date is la because yeah it's gonna be tough the guy who picked up your friend in the the uber cab he had a car at home so he's just being like a hipster and that maybe it worked for him and it's a cool thing like it's a good point like maybe he wanted to have a couple drinks who knows yeah either way if you're in la and you're really like 
constantly needing because people don't understand if you live outside of Los Angeles. Sometimes like down the block's fifteen miles, and on the four hundred five, yeah. fifteen miles, that's three hours of your day. Yeah, right. You can't just pull that off with rapid transit. So, no. and you don't want to escort her onto the bus. Like that's not the chariot I'm talking about. When I lived in, when I lived in San Francisco, when I lived in Philadelphia, and when I lived in North Jersey, I didn't have a car, and I was fine. Yeah, it seemed like, I wouldn't. It seemed like I, the listen, city. Yeah. DB, I would not let any I, let this deter you from dating. Still go out and date, but also work on, on getting a and car. maybe work that in so there's no surprises like right that you're be like oh you know I it's like worse I, than telling him oh kids. isn't it funny I don't have a car you know yeah, and you're like just, you're here's picking why. me up but like you know maybe throw it out there so that it's not like four dates later and it's like surprise you exactly know? <laughs> segue he's 23 surprise well. I, I don't think that would have really car but if you do get the car open the door I, Absolutely. I don't know I love that even if it, it's just such a small little gesture that women love yeah. my husband was the first person that ever did that for me I was totally thrown off when he did mm-hmm. but I absolutely loved it and I married him and it's such an easy little thing to do that takes like nothing doesn't cost anything it's a great you know, way to start a date. I love it. Well, thank you, Jen, so yeah, much for fun. coming on our show and answering our questions. And thank you, Mike, for being here. Yeah, uh, why don't you guys... Okay, Jen's going to go first. Tell people where they can find you, how they can watch you. Oh, yeah. um, well, uh, I have a website, Jen Brown, Jen with two N's, brown.com. Uh, Twitter, same thing, Jen Brown. Uh, I have a jewelry line. So, oh, really? Yeah, a lot of my followers are men, and I have jewelry for them to buy for their women. So, oh, Jen cool. Brown Collection. Check that out. Yeah, 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 I like yeah, yeah, that's all the yeah. stuff that's in my line. Just very simple oh, stuff, okay. but um, yeah, no, and I'm on NFL Network. Got Ninja Warrior coming up, host that show, so uh, yes. that's a fun one on NBC. So yeah, <laughs> this is great. I'd love to come back. And, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, fun. we love. I feel like we just you. touched the sur- scratch the surface I know, here. Exactly. We need eight <laughs> hours. And Mike, where can people hear you, listen to you, see you, see uh, your pretty face and your clean? Five nights a week. Love line. <laughs> Doc, good old Doctor Drew. Small penis. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Smallpenis.com. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, smallpenis.org though. I thought it was. It w- well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> The Chinese put a monopoly on (laughs) smallpenis.com. The creator of the clipment? I'm I'm going to be the creator of the clipment. That is your claim to fame. Thank you. And for anybody who has questions, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com and check out new episodes of our podcast every Thursday. Go to podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Download and subscribe so that you don't have to download every single week. Uh, And we will see you guys next week. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707.